Hello everyone and welcome to our chat. Season 1, episode 10, Doing Life Together. We're going to be talking to a few of our Connect Group leaders on what being involved in a Connect Group means to them. So we've got Sharon and Becky, Carla and Rob. So we'll just do quick introductions around table. So Sharon, uh, we can start with you. Okay, so my name is Sharon Bridge. I am mature, but uh, but not old. Um, I'm married for 50 years. Um, I have two children and six grandchildren. Becky? So yeah, my name is Becky McLaren. Um, I'm married to Nat, and we've got two boys, Ethan and Dylan, which are 13 and 11. Um, and as you can probably tell from my accent, I'm from England, and I moved over uh, in 2015 with my husband's job. Carla. I am Carla Lees. I'm married with two adult children and two young cats in a very small house. Uh, so COVID has been very fun for us. I'm hiding in my bedroom to do a podcast. Um, I've, I think that's it. And I am Robert Wright. I'm married to Pastor Tricia. Um, we have two teenage boys. Um, so COVID has been difficult or fun for us as well, I would say. Um, we have been married for 20 years this year, which is really fun. Um, yeah, I'm just happy to be here to share my experiences. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, everyone. So we um, picked on these individuals just because they are super involved at our church as it pertains to connect groups, but not just connect groups, also just serving the church as a whole. Um, and I think there's an interesting connection there with people who are involved in connect groups. They see the value of serving and really um, giving of their time back to the church family. So that's just an interesting connection. So we know that community is an important part of healthy church life. Um, and so uh, Sharon, we'll start with you. Tell us a bit about your connect group story. How did you get started? Um, were you always sort of leading or facilitating a group or did you attend? So tell us a bit about that. Okay, so um, Jim and I were late bloomers and uh, we were in our mid forties when we came to the Lord. And considering our personalities, we, were, we stepped in to different different groups, uh, foundation class and, and, uh, and then Bible studies and, um, and have continued that. So the one I'm involved with on Wednesday morning with ladies, um, I was thinking back, I think I've probably been involved with it since sometime in 2005. Um, and I was working at the church and um, they allowed my schedule to be flexible so I could attend the Bible study study and so it was amazing um elaine ton uh, pastor jerry's wife was leading the study at the time and that was the beginning of it and uh i i was thinking through the ladies that still attend today and there might only be one uh, along with myself from that original group in 2005 but um yeah so i have um more attended the last few years um with becky We've been, um, I like to say facilitating, but Pastor Wayne said we shouldn't be saying that. But for me to step into it, it was easier to say, 
yes, I can facilitate, but I can't lead, right? And, um, and so this has been a learning curve, um, but uh, we have a great group of women and uh, there's good friendships in it. Why was it important for you to get connected? Like you weren't um, a part of the church for a long time. You didn't grow up in the church. You weren't familiar with people who attended the church likely or mm -hmm. a lot of them so what was it why was it important for you and Jim to get connected um, when you did start your journey I think we knew we needed so much um, for ourselves personally um, and I think God showed us that that um, we came with um, a lot of brokenness um and we um we just jumped in and we were hungry and i think that hunger to understand and know um and want more out of life than what we'd had at that point mm -hmm. so. that's good because I, I read something recently and it, it was saying that um sometimes discipleship people put a lot of emphasis that discipleship is all about what you need to know and not necessarily who you need to be with. And I think, you know, that touches a very important thing because you knew that you needed to be connected. You needed to learn, but you also needed to be connected to people who could help you grow yes. in that new walk. Yeah. Good. And they, the leaders were so loving and kind. I, I cannot say enough about um, how they didn't judge us. Right. And you knew that they weren't they just loved us and uh, and I think that was key to us wanting to go back again and again and again because we were accepted for who we were right, right. So. yeah well that's good thank you for sharing that Sharon what about mm -hmm. you Becky um I think my sort of first I guess impact of uh, connect groups is probably in my church back home in England um, I think in my late teens, we had, we called them house groups then. So um, you got put together in a house group. And I remember there was about six of us girls that were all sort of single. And we got put together in a group with um, a female leader. Um, and at the time we protested a little bit because we wanted men in our group, but, um, <laughs> but actually it was, um, it was an amazing group. And the lady who was leading it, Rowena was um, an older lady in the church. Um, and there was, you know, our six um, sort of late teens um, in a group, but we built such um, a community there. It was just a, such a nice, we'd go over for a cup of tea, she'd invited us over for, you know, a meal together. And each week we would just, you know, we'd get together, we'd pray, we'd worship, we'd share the word together. And it just built such a sort of a family sort of feel. So I think that was my like first experience of it. Um, and actually those people, there's, four four or five of them that I'm still very good friends with today um and and Rowena who led the group actually she she writes to me still um mm. so it's definitely like a a family feel for that environment and then when I moved here from obviously England um I didn't know anybody I had no family here no friends here um and I do remember waking up thinking what have I done like I've just mm. moved across the other side of the world I've left all my my comforts of the people I know um, and so we found a church by looking online um, and coming along and I knew that it was important to try and connect and you can go on a Sunday but you don't necessarily get to talk with people properly um, and people greeted me on a Sunday and said hello but you don't have a chance to really talk so I knew that I had to sort of 
be intentional and, and join something. So the ladies life group was, I think, one of the first things that I went along to. And I remember being very nervous about it. And, you know, it's a new environment. I don't know anybody. But literally, honestly, from the first time I walked through the door, I just felt welcomed. And um, I was probably one of the, the youngest there, but that didn't actually matter. Like, I, I just remember being welcomed with a smile, um, with a hug even and uh each week you know just having that sort of connection um and it helped me and it helped me especially because feeling lonely and missing home um and getting involved and as I started going along to ladies group more over the years I've got involved a little bit more um up until the point of sort of helping Sharon leading it recently um so yeah that was my experience Mm -hmm. That's good. I think what's interesting is that, um, you know, so many people you talk to say they don't have any friends. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but what are you doing to find friends, right? <laughs> like, you can't just sit at home and say, I have no friends, like you have to sort of make that step out. And, um, you know, I've always said that about Becky, I think that's the thing that sort of like, just sparked such interest into this individual to me is that she was so proactive in like, finding people to, um, to sort of connect with. And I think that's, that's a great point that it's sort of these connect groups are a group of friends that you know, you have the same beliefs, you know, you're working towards the same goal. So it's, it's, an easy group to um, to sort of grow deep with and have that connection with. Yeah, thanks, Bex. What about you, Carla? Um, so I first went to a connect group. Um, I guess six months after becoming a Christian, I um, went to Tyndale. And um, uh, private college can be very lonely because it's not like you go with all of your normal friends to go away to like York or something like that. So they actually put everyone in in the first year into a connect group. Mm -hmm. and they picked us from whatever program, like we didn't stay just with people in our program. They purposely put us with one of the teachers that we didn't have and people from different programs and different backgrounds. So we got in, a, we got kind of a bit of a mission how would you feel if you moved somewhere like Becky was saying and had to meet people for the first time kind of experience and uh, worked through the spiritual disciplines. So it was very much, um, it helped me not be lonely. It helped everyone not be lonely. We had a point where we could have our cup of tea, coffee, um, do something common together, share about our week, be prayed for and have something to look forward to the next week other than exams. So that was my first experience with a connect group. Um, so mine is a little morphed a little bit differently. About uh, eight years ago, uh, I, an author who ran a women's group online connected with me and I ended up doing um, facilitating in their online group, which was Bible studies or a daily post. So I kind of did both. And so when COVID hit, it kind of was a natural fit for me to offer that because I already had the training. So uh, I consistently have about 35 to 40 women joining in a study um, for a period of time. And I've been able to vary the different content. Um, some are video, some are read the Bible, some are book led. 
And um, it's been interesting to see people from different backgrounds connect and um, the different timings they do it. So in a connect group online, you check in whenever it's convenient for you during the day and make a comment. And some of the comments and prayer has like blown my mind. Mm -hmm. So it's been cool to see how God can use, a, a, you know, a group on Facebook to really minister to people. Mm -hmm. And Carla, I know that even though your group is online, that you do make that time to sort of meet with ladies individually if they need that and pray with them. Yeah. So um, even though there's the screen involved or the um, sort of move at your own pace, so connect at your own pace, that opportunity to have that one on one connection is also there. Yep. Yeah. How do you find the ladies uh, participate in that? Did you did you think that the the uh, sort of engagement that you see in the group, was that what you were expecting? Um, what I wasn't expecting is, um, so I think this is my sixth, sixth study since a year ago when COVID hit and we purposed. Um, the doing life togethers have gone over well. But the ones that have videos, so we're doing the prayer course too right now. Though the teaching that has videos gets more engagement on the lesson itself because mm. they watch a lesson. They don't have to like flip through their Bible. And um, But the discussion that's coming out of it, they're going to their Bibles and looking things up and asking questions and then coming and sharing that time that they spent with God with the group. Mm. So it, it's, it's a, a very interesting play on, on group dynamics yeah. because we're not doing it necessarily on the same day that the lesson goes live, but the posts stay in the group. So I've had people three or four weeks later come back and say, I don't know if you realize this is what God did with this post. Wow. <laughs> and a few times, um, one of the ladies, you know, life happens and they'll message me either through Facebook or text or messenger and say, um, can I do a face-to-face? -face? And so I have a, I do a video app with them and that's been good too. So some of them are very isolated. Some of them aren't, they're different ages and some are singles. So they find that more isolating being a single. Mm -hmm. So most of them are the ones who've done the videos mm -hmm. just so they feel like they have a connect they can look forward to. Good. Thanks for sharing. What about you, Rob? Um, I, I guess I've been a part of connect groups since I was a child. Um, so growing up, that's what we did. It was like small groups and, you know, we, you know, I attended with my parents kicking and screaming at times. Um, but you know, it was something that we, that I saw growing up. And to be honest, as an adult, I just really didn't have, I felt like I didn't have the time to do it, to join. Um, so there were times where, you know, I was attending church and, you know, um, but I just didn't have the time during the week or didn't really make the time during the week to join a connect group. And I can't remember how long ago, but um, I was asked to um, to facilitate, I would, I'll use that word to, to help facilitate a connect group. And we started facilitating a connect group. And I think as you started to build the relationships with the people in the group, and it didn't matter if you had anything in common, the one thing that you had in common was Christ. 
Mm -hmm. um, so as you started to, you know, spend time in the word together and pray for each other, um, you built these relationships with, with each other. Um, and it made it so much easier to pray for somebody during the week and to, you know, when you saw them on Sunday, you knew a little bit more about them than anybody else. So you would kind of like be like, hey, how was your week? And you'd be able to go a little bit deeper, even on a Sunday morning, which a lot of times we're, we're in and out and we kind of rush through. Um, so I started to really enjoy that, um, you know, because it was like somebody was looking specifically out, looking out for me, and mm -hmm. I was in turn looking out for them. And it just, you know, we talk a lot about family, but that helped me to kind of feel like, yeah, even though... I know there's a connect group happening over there that I'm not a part of. That's a part of the family and I have my part of the family and we're part of this big family, but everybody's. So I felt like it was really important to connect that way. Um, and I remember early on when we started facilitating um, or leading a connect group, um, there, there are times where we were, I was like, you know, we're doing this and, you know, you, 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 you get discouraged at time, but I, I, will, I will always say, and I'll never forget this one time, Trish and I were leading a connect group and nobody showed up one week, but one person. And it was me, Trish and Becky. And we sat there and we went through and we were like, if like before Becky showed up, Trisha and I were like, if one person shows up, we're doing this, right? And, and Becky showed up faithfully and we had a great time, right? And I remember that and... You know, it's times like those that sit in my mind and remind me that, you know, if you if you do it, like, who knows what Becky was going through at that time, right? Um, and, you know, if you do it for the one person, like God did it for us as one, you mm -hmm. know, so it's it's those special moments that make me want to continue, you know, with these connect groups. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I remember that as well. Becky was our faithful. That was an interesting season, um, you know, and I think I feel like there's always these different sort of emphasis on you can have so many reasons why um, you can't make the time to do it right like there are valid reasons <laughs> about um, why we don't have time for connect group but again I think I always say what you put into any relationship is what you would get out of it and so it's like what are you willing to invest and then what will that harvest be? Um, just today in our, in our staff meeting, we were talking about what you give, right? Like people who give generously, they receive generous blessings. Um, and I think that's the same with Connect Group. It's sort of like when you step out of what feels normal, what feels comfortable, um, you know, that's when sort of good things happen. That's when you blossom. But outside of Connect Groups, um, you know, for sort of, facilitating relationships and that um, sort of thing. I think one key aspect of, um, of connect groups is to fulfill the great commission of making disciples, right? And I think this is why Pastor Wayne is so, you know, he's like, you're not just facilitating, you're leading them. These, these um, people who attend are looking up to you to show them something or to give them some new insight. And that doesn't mean we have to know everything. It just means that we care enough that we will answer their question or get back to them if they have one and we don't have that answer right there, right? But I think some of these things definitely can't be done on a Sunday in church, right? On a Sunday, it's it's a big group. Even for a small for a smaller church, it's still a large number of people um, to be able to have that one-on-one -on -one connection. 
So um, Carla, maybe we start with you. What, um, when, when you look at your small group, what do you think is the one thing that, um, that is consistent, that thread that runs through all of you? Um, what would you say that is? And if there isn't, then that's fine, right? Because I think if you can't find one thing, what is that you one? Mean, you mean other than we're Christians, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would have to say my small group has been very good about being transparent and honest. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to be really mad at God and put that in a post and say, like, I'm having a really hard time accepting something that's going on in my life and I'm mad at God. Um, and no one judges them for saying that. So kind of like what Sharon was addressing when she and Jim first went to a connect group, there was an acceptance there. We love you no matter what. So I would say people are safe, feel safe to be able to share. And mm -hmm. I would say that's probably the, the common thread. Yeah. So what about you, Becky or Sharon? I, th I think in our life group, it's always been, I think all the ladies are very open and friendly to welcoming new people. I mean, I when we used to meet together actually in the building, um, I was just thinking of a lady recently that, do you remember Sharon Laura that came along and, and she just, that she came in, she'd heard about life group and she came in, um, she lived nearby, I think, and came along and she just became like one of us, like all the ladies just seemed to welcome in other people. And I mm -hmm. think also something special about our life group is, is that it's actually not just people from our church. Um, it's actually a mixture of people from other churches too. Um, and I think that's quite unique and rare because a lot of places it's very, you know, like you go to the church and it's only the people from the church that go there. But they, they, we have different ladies from other churches that come along and we are all united together. We all, you know, we all just get along. Like, I mean, we still have our debates and our, we might not agree with each other at times, but we all have that common thread of that we all love God. Um, and yeah, it's just that this is, there's a, a welcomeness, I would say, to, to mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. What about you, Rob? The life group that we're currently leading is the, the young adults. Um, so um, they're all young adults, except for the leaders. Um, but I think the, the interesting thing that, I'm that, I, that I've noticed or just thinking about the different life groups that we've been a part of or um, led over the years, um, it's been different. Like one was like couples and it just, you know, it just happened that it was couples were a part of that group. And um, and then another one was um, young adults and that young adults group, you found that they were, it, it was just an interesting group that, um, and I say that because the young adults group that we have now, they're very like, they're in school and just the time of the stage of life that they're all in, it's very similar. Um, either they're starting in college university or they're pursuing extra um, degrees or whatever like that. So it's just interesting to watch the dynamics of the group and how, you know, those who are coming along are encouraged by some others and stuff like that. So um, the, yeah, we, we've been based in groups where it's by age and stuff like that. So, um, but right now, the the young adults group is the the common that they're all going through this stage of life where they're trying to get off on their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's interesting too, right? So you have sort of the groups that are um, based by sort of 
similar interests or maybe even geographic. You know, Carla's on Facebook, Sharon and Becky's are um, are sort of ladies, and then ours is an age connect group, so they can they can be so varied in in nature. Um, so Sharon, have you spoken to anyone? You know, you're um, you've been at church at Aurora Cornerstone for quite some time. Have um, have you? If you were to encourage someone to get connected with a connect group, what would you say is the main reason? How would you go about that? I think for friendship. I think friendship and um, and just that beginning. And, and as we talked about a, a common thread, um, we always have food when we're meeting in person. And, and food is, is, you know, people just join together and, and people relax, you know, you have a coffee or a tea and something to snack on and, and then people just start to open up a little bit. And so we do some, some uh, just mingling before we ever start. Um, and so anybody new coming in, um, our group is pretty good. They watch. If they see somebody new come in, um, for the most part, I would say there's always somebody going to go and talk to that person or sit with them to make sure that they don't feel, you know, that they're not part of the group. So, um, so I, I think I would say come and find out what, what we're about, right? Um, I have, you know, found some of my dearest friends through, um, through a, a, a Bible study group. And I, I have friends that don't attend, but there is a depth of friendship that comes from, you know, from joining together like that and, and Christ being the center, but I think it just draws everybody closer together. We pray before we start, we're asking God to, you know, just knit us. Um, and I just, it, it's wonderful. I would, I would miss it greatly. If, uh, if we didn't have our, uh, our group of ladies, they're wonderful. And it doesn't matter the age, right, Becky? Yeah, that's right. Right? And, <laughs> and so from the youngest to the most mature, right? It, it's all okay, because we're all just daughters of the king. Mm -hmm. so. um, um, Becky, I'm uh, not Becky, sorry, Carla, I know you're, you're pretty um, intentional about sort of inviting people to your group. Um, on Facebook. So what, what is it that you say? I was originally, I was originally, um, but what has happened? So um, in the last few weeks, so before I did this other prayer course, it had been a year for most people who've been in the group. So I just, I messaged everyone who hadn't been commenting and just saying, you know what, I just want to touch base with you, make sure you're okay, make sure you're plugged in somewhere. If you found somewhere where you live, great. It doesn't have to be me. I just want to make sure you you're feeling connected. And I had a few people, um, not too many, actually, I think only five or six that said, you know, I'm in a, a bunch of other studies right now, but I appreciate you touching base with me. Mm -hmm. um, like Becky said, only a, I would say maybe maybe a third, a quarter to a third of my group is from our church. The rest are Aurora. I have someone in South Africa who <laughs> Um, who was invited by a friend from, I'm not even sure where they are right now, somewhere near Timmins. So um, it's just the, the body 
it, the body's amazing how people who were in your past God can bring into your life again. Like there's a weaving that happens with the stories. And I have a former teacher from Tyndale. I have a mentor from like 26 years ago who helped me breastfeeding Karen. Like I have this wide variety of people. Um, pastor Louise is in the group. So, uh, and a former pastor from the vineyard. So it's just kind of neat how we're, no matter what the age and stage, everyone has value. And that's what I'm finding that um, I'm seeing come out in the group is that other people are praying for other people. It's not always on me to pray for them. Other people who feel led to share their gift in prayer will pray for people. Um, someone else will encourage or write a really hopeful note. Someone's given a couple of words of, you know, I feel this verse is for you. I want to pray it over you. Like, just as Pastor Wayne was talking about the gifts, as you have opportunity to share and care, the gifts flourish, mm -hmm. right? So it's not really my group. I facilitate now and I shepherd, but they're owning the group. They want to be there. They come, they show up, they interact, and they care for one another. And some of them have never met. And it's been lovely to see how the connection can happen when the Holy Spirit puts someone on your heart and you're obedient to, to do what is you know, as God is asking you to. Mm -hmm. So that's been the thing I like. So I've had a lot of people invite other people to the group. So I'd say probably about a third of them have been invited by other people who are liking it and thought that their friend who might be lonely might like it. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like the point. Um, I think everybody sort of hit it a bit, just that there's that friendship, right? Um, I remember like none of our family, well, my family doesn't live really close. And there was one instance a couple years ago where I was out at the hospital and I needed, like, I could not move. And I was, you know, just feeling faint and I didn't know what to do. And actually two of our small group, our connect group members at that point, they just happened to call and they were like in the area. And so they came and they got me because I, you know, I forget what it was. I think it was like a reaction to some medication I was on, but it's things like that, that, you know, our connect group, not only are we learning about God, we're learning about what he wants for us and we're growing in the word, but we're really there for family, for, mm. for each other. And I think that's so key um, just in terms of, of the purpose, like why we do this. What about you, Bex? Um, I was thinking, well, I think life, <clears throat> sorry, life groups, I think are a lifeline to a lot of people. And so I would encourage people that didn't, you know, that weren't going on, on what now to say, look, this is a lifeline. Like, I think it's, it can help cure loneliness for some people or at least make it more manageable. Um, I think it can just give that support structure, which, you might have you might not have or just even especially with the COVID stuff right now just mentally of having that chance to talk with other people or just to see a face um and it's been different because right on you know we're online right now but I know the ladies in our, our life group it's it's been a lifeline to some of them that haven't really seen anybody um they've been stuck at home but they know each week on a Wednesday they can come on um, and they can just be with us and they don't have to have the camera on. We like to see their smiling faces, but um, sometimes some people come on and they're like, I'm here, but I don't want the camera on. And they're just like listening and, and that's fine too. It's just a chance for them to connect. Um, 
but I would just encourage them. I would say to them, when we're meeting in person again, if you haven't been to a connect group or and you're feeling a bit nervous about it, well, maybe just bring a friend along with you, at least for the first time. That helps. You know, I remember, mm. I think, going to Scott and Janice's with you guys, I think, one time, and Emma, mm. my friend, was over, and I didn't know anybody, so she came with me. Um, so I would encourage people, if they don't, bring a friend with you. Um, it, I would just say it enriches things. It enriches your life. It helps. It's helped me, personally, to get to know people in the church, um, to want to stay here, for one thing, because you know if I hadn't connected in with the church and with life groups I would have wanted to go back to England and I love my you know my English family and friends there but I felt you know God's got a plan here and he's he's given life groups I mean I've I've actually looking at you guys I've been in a life group with all you guys <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's been you know it's 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 helped me you know it's encouraged me I've had people to pray for me I've had people to cry with me I've had people to give me a hug um, again yeah we've eaten together um, so I would just encourage people to give it a try and you know and, and Jesus he had his disciples you know that was his like life group mm-hmm. um, so I just think if he's doing it it's a good thing for us to do it too um, mm-hmm. and there's been so many positives for me I think and we can also speak into each other's lives and help each other it's not just about me either I mean like hopefully something that I might say might encourage Sharon or encourage one of the other ladies in the group and we're growing together too mm-hmm. um, so it's an interaction between different people and I think that helps us as a church become closer and it also hopefully will stop too many people sort of just dropping off because mm-hmm. they're in a life group they've been connected yeah no, I think that's such a good point because I think a lot of people do fall through those cracks because they are, they're not connected, right? And like, they, they, they can come in and out and we just don't know how to sort of, how to get a hold of them or how to intentionally connect them. Um, you know, this, people who are listening to this podcast, this might not make a lot of sense, but on Sunday, Pastor Wayne did something amazing in church where he just had various people talk about what promises they were holding on that God was giving to them. And it was such a beautiful moment that just hearing what everybody, well, not everybody, what those who chose to share what they were saying. And, you know, that sort of like that moment just reminded me of something that connect group is where spiritual growth happens, right? And spiritual growth happens better when we're connected with each other. Because um, who knows what one of those words of encouragement, who needed that on Sunday, who needed to hear one of those verses that somebody else was holding on to. Um, and so um, I think this is great. Like my purpose for this was really to um, make connect groups seem less daunting or less scary to people. Um, you know, there's a bunch of things that we can think, just even the word groups in there, you know, some people are just overwhelmed by, is this really large, you know, um, and just feel like they don't want to be joined to something else. But I think you guys all did a beautiful job in talking about that, even though you're in this with other people, that there's beautiful authenticity, there's a beautiful, genuine relationship that is formed among the groups, um, the members of the group. And that's really where growth happened. It's non-threatening, it, um, you know, it's sort of like it's accepting, non-judgmental, and it's really just all for 
spiritual health and physical health as well, right? Like we were talking about how that could be so helpful to those who are lonely or who may need that support. Um, any, any final thoughts before we wrap up? You know, there, it doesn't cost you anything to try, right? Like, Good point. Um, you know, there are seasons when it's harder to get out, like COVID, <laughs> um, you know, COVID lockdown is harder to get out. So like the fact that we're able to meet virtually, whether it's in Zoom or, you know, FaceTime or in, you know, a Facebook group, um, it's worth it to invest in doing something you'll look forward to if you're overwhelmed with what's going on in your life. That's bottom yes. line, right? Mm -hmm. So it may I've had some people who said, you know, I'd like to take part in this study, but my church is going to open up again and I'd like to go back there. Great. No problem. I can always use another friend. <laughs> right. <clears throat> then when I eventually meet some of these people, they'll be like, yay. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, knowing that someone's around, if you're having a bad day, that's, that's worth trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, everyone, everyone can use, more family or a good friend yeah i yeah. I, I would like to add i think for me um being a part of life groups has been a very helpful i would say in in my growth um spiritually um there are times when i'm leading and i have to really you know do digging into the word to make sure that you know you're leading and you know um and also being a part of the life group and building those relationships has, has caused me to really enjoy just, you know, um, serving the church family. Um, so it's like, because I'm a part of the life group and because I've joined in with a group of people, um, I just really enjoy, you know, serving the family, right? So, um, and I think life groups have, has been something that has kind of got me into the mode where I'm like, okay, it's, you know, yeah, I do the life group during the week, but on Sunday, I just want to, I just want to love on everybody because, you know, um, they're a part of my group. Like this is my extended group now. Right. So, um, so yeah, it's just really helped me to grow. So um, that would be my encouragement to others. That's good. I think I was just thinking about connect groups and obviously at the moment we have the few that are set up at, at church Um and I think sometimes people maybe think, oh, you know, how am I going to, you know, connect with them? I haven't got the same interest and stuff. But we can also, you know, the other thing is, is if you're, I don't know, say you're a biker and you're into like bikes and you wanted to form a connect group and you found some other people in the church, you could always like, you know, go up to go to pastor and talk about setting up a connect group. And I think there's so many opportunity for different connect groups as well. I mean, at the moment mm -hmm. we have like, you know, got the ladies life groups. So if you're a lady, you're welcome to come to us. We would love to see, you You know, you've got, you know, the, the young adults, you've got Carla's group on Facebook and you've got Pastor Wayne's one, but we, you know, I would hope in the future and love it in the future for connect groups. I know me and you, Trisha, talked about this, connect groups with like different interests. So if you're into cooking, like you meet together and you may bond over cooking while you're like, talking about god at the same time or you're um you know biking or you you like fitness or you know music and stuff like that so i would say like even if they you feel like maybe there isn't something right now like carla said give it a try but if it doesn't work for you what's your interest what's something that you might be able to go and say okay 
oh, my friend likes that too. Maybe we could talk to Pastor about starting a life, you know, a connect group for that area. Um, so don't just, just think, oh, I won't worry about it. But I would just encourage you, well, why not step out and you can maybe set up your own connect group of talking to Pastor about it. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And yes, we have been talking about that and we're probably going to be looking at sort of launching some of those for fall. But I think that's also very much in line in what we've been learning as a church, just in terms of how can you give, right? Not just what can I receive from this life group? Where can I go to receive something? But where, what can I do? Because maybe, yes, maybe I do want to sort of start a group around cooking or gaming or something like that. And that's something that's on your heart and with the right direction and sort of leadership and that could come to life. So I think that's a great point, Becky, that don't just think about how you can serve as well because there's room, right? Where we're unique, but there's always someone who likes the same thing that we do, so. Sharon? Yeah. Um, if I was to say anything, it would be to say um, that I am sad for those that won't take that chance and step out and, and join a group because I don't think they know what they're missing. Okay. I, I think they have no idea of the connection that can be made and the fun that can be had. So we're growing and we're learning, but there's fun and there's laughter and, and there's silliness too. And it's just, um, it's connecting with other people. It's just okay. connection, right? Okay. Um, and, and life, I, I don't think God wants us to walk through life alone or feel lonely or, you know, no matter what you're going through or you've been through, um, that there is somebody that will come alongside you. You just have to take that chance. And um, to say Joyce Myers, Myers would say, step out and find out. And mm -hmm. so the stepping out would be to join the, join a group, just, just try us out. Like okay. you try clothes on, well, come and try a, a group on, right? <laughs> you know, like that one, move on to the next one, but, but find one that, that meets you, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think, you know, I think it's, um, I'm trying to remember sort of the scripture where it's found, but it talks about carrying each other's burdens, right? And that way we fulfill the law. And yeah. so that's so crucial. And I think as a church, we've been really um, hitting that home for quite a few weeks now, just how do we better do life together? And mm -hmm. there are so many um, opportunities within church COVID, no COVID, that we can do life together. And mm -hmm. just being there on a Sunday morning, taking in service doesn't cut it. We mm -hmm. need to sort of, community is important. And so we need mm -hmm. to go that much deeper and be that much um, more involved with mm -hmm. the smaller groups. Because I think mm -hmm. that's where life really does get shaped, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, it's easy to hide on a Sunday morning if you're if you really don't want to talk or do anything. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But when you're in a smaller group, it, it really, it's much more difficult to do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, thank you everyone. Um, I know that just as, um, as a staff, we are all super grateful for each and every one of you. Um, you serve so over the top. And, you know, I think that that's really, 
um, that's really what makes, what points others to Jesus, just the way you serve, the way you love um, the AC family, and even those who aren't connected to the AC family, clearly, um, the way you love people um, is a really true indication of, of you filling, fulfilling that go make disciples. So thank you for what you do. Um, God bless your groups. And thanks for taking the time to do this. Thank you for listening. As you can tell, we are really big fans of connecting, of doing life together as a church. If you have any questions or if you want to find out more about a connect groups, check out our website at auroracornerstone.ca slash connecting. See you next time.